0: Now, what most people don't know is that that's not actually uh, a panning trick being done on that track. It's just like an old-style jungle thing where you, you delay the sound against itself just a little bit so it comb filters and cancels out um, <laughs> one channel. That's why it's stronger. It's just what jungle uh, producers have been doing since time.
1: I think, what, the 60s? Yeah. Uh, yeah I it's... mean, that's when the single was pressed in the 60s. So. Yeah,
0: and they were developing those techniques back then. Uh, they were chopping samples on tape. <laughs> and uh you know, the actu- the thing that people don't know is that Goldie's granddad was in communication with Stockhausen and they were like, Yeah, if you chop five three milliseconds it's actually a 16th note and he's like okay yeah
1: which is funny because usually goldie doesn't shut the fuck up about anything so it's kind of funny that he does, he's not repeating that over and over and in well interviews.
0: people don't want to say that they're nepo babies
1: true goldie is the original uh carl heinz has a ne- nepo baby exactly
0: it's it's not fashionable in that world i guess
1: i want to know how many people were listening to this and heard the horns and were like okay i know what's coming next
0: right or maybe the real heads they don't know the horns <laughs> they, they just only know the beats yeah they don't know the real roughneck beats they're like what
1: is this weird crackle and pop happening my Ooh. mp3 doesn't do that <laughs> <laughs> welcome oh. to mainstream radio, radio. Edition. Ooh, yeah. watch, the skies. watch the skies watch the skies 1,000 watch the skies. Yes, that is my copy of the Amen Break. Yes, that is my copy of the Cook Labs Frequency and Modulation Testing Record.
0: I can't believe you doubted I knew what ascetic meant. I didn't doubt you, dude. You, I didn't doubt you. You doubted me. No, I just wanted to, to. I wanted to me. support
1: you by making sure that you were communicating clearly. Yeah, right. We're not going to talk about books today. We're not going to talk about philosophy. Aww. That was the best episode, dude. That was a good episode. <laughs> I loved that episode. But we didn't get the box wine. Mm. Uh we're back in the garage. Back to the cold ones. Back watching our breath. Um Pause. and we're yeah, we're making some selections for you.
0: We're on the radio today, so we're working with the delay system. So when Ben says slurs, we just we cut them out automatically. You don't even know.
1: <laughs> Irish. It didn't work. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: shit. <laughs> Wait, say another one.
1: <laughs> um, okay, uh, a few plugs off the top. Uh, I don't think Kale has told Queen Maeve yet, but I think he's going to be playing her show at, um, what the hell is it Gar- called? George Orwell. George Orwell. <clears throat> he's going to be opening up for George Orwell Yeah. on February 4th at Maeve's new night, Charcuterie. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to be improvising some brand new shit
0: apparently yeah um that's
1: good. and then february 9th i'm gonna be at idfk i don't know what that stands for but i like <laughs> i like the idea of it being i don't fucking care
0: right that or i don't fucking know
1: oh yeah that's better um idfk gallery which is near um the ago
0: <laughs> yeah we uh, hate them now actually. oh
1: Actually, they did play themselves. They really fucking played. Because yeah. actually, that um, that curator fucking ruled. Yeah. I really do love the work that she's been doing there. Hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm going to be doing a dream concert. Um, you were looking at the tickets. I didn't know this. You can like rent a bed.
0: Yeah, I don't know if it was implying that you are renting like mattresses that are there or if you're meant to bring your own mattress. You're definitely
1: renting a mattress that's there. Wow. But I think you got to bring your own like... Uh, you know, Windex and and uh, right. paper towel.
0: Yeah, they've got, the, they got the twin beds like in the midway for all the straight couples and then in the front is like the pillow zone for all the Cuddle Puddle queers.
1: Ooh, I love the Cuddle Puddle queers. Yeah. Um, there won't
0: be a lot of people sleeping that night if you know what
1: I mean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is that too much?
1: <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm going to be playing with a bunch of um, very um, clean cut Ambient artists, and I'm gonna be trying out some drone shit. Checking I just got my email. Juno 106 fixed up, and oh really? Yeah,
0: you get the voice chips in it.
1: I only needed one new one. Oh, nice. Um, Jeremy over at SynthWend hooked it up. For big, big, big fucking shows. They their prices are very good. Got my Chaos Pad fixed. Oh really? Yeah. Oh nice. Because you know it was jumping at our last show. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I one one. Affirmation that I received in my adult life was from him. Um My machine drum was fucking was fucked up. Like the power switch was messed up. I didn't yeah. know it was wrong, and so I took it in and he fixed it. And then I was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" I didn't back it up, and he's like, "Oh, that's bad because like you'd never be able to get this stuff back. Like you could that never rolled. do this again." That like, yeah, not a big deal. Yeah,
1: he hit me with uh he hit me with like this is really well maintained gear. Oh yeah, yeah, even the. C- I thought the chaos pads kind of. You rash. would have thought I shitted that up, huh. but I don't know. Now you're a good boy when it comes to expensive things. <laughs> to the things that I pay too much money for. <laughs> yeah. to, to the things that I've gone into student debt for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I'm 42. Whoa. Uh, so some of the selections um, that were that we've made. Well, I don't know. I think we have both set for ourselves different goals, but mm-hmm. for me, I've I've chosen not. Only rare cuts, which I think you've done. No, it,
0: not even well. mine are maybe I don't maybe they are rare.
1: I think I've gone for some rare cuts, some gems, but also like I I wanted to do stuff that was like influential, special.
0: Well yeah, I think the same with me and some things that I have like a special connection with. I guess kind of riding the line of like the, like I'm really proud to have a copy of this weird thing or this yeah. thing is very special to me for X reason.
1: Music uh, is uh, I've I always I remember being like a more militant 20-year-old and being like I know that I am always going to be a captured capitalist because the innate consumerism of contemporary western music is wound deep in my soul like i want to have records i you want want to... the new
0: chaos pad <laughs> I even I though knew... <laughs> it's 1500 i <laughs> well, want it too
1: <laughs> yeah i mean it's a controversial take evidently but no I, I and so it's like about having in your own library access to these tracks but also um so in this first pack Definitely more explicitly experimental stuff. Hmm. I got uh, Stockhausen and Aphex Twin. And what do you got? I don't remember. (laughs) Let's listen and find the fuck out.
0: Yeah, I'll do a post-track. That AFX Twin ain't got nothing on me. He's a fucking he's a bitch.
1: Kale's like playing the bike spokes of April's bike right now with his vape. When we were rec- when we were uh, recording this, we we're listening to Stockhausen, and and, uh, and Kale's like, "Holy shit! AFX Twin just ripped off Stockhausen."
0: Yeah, what the hell?
1: <laughs> oh, you're mad, huh?
0: Another black artist ripped off. <laughs> exactly,
1: Goldie's granddad. <laughs> So there's a very weird thing happening right now where Kale is getting like, into... Well, he, he wanted to figure out how to do notation of drums that he's doing for his black metal album. All the instruments? Are you kidding me? And as a result, he's gotten really into like more composerly music. And he's going into a phase that is feeling very surreal for me where he's getting into all these composers that I was into literally 10 years ago. And this is not me like. You're stunned. trying to sun me. No.
0: You're tr- you can't imagine that, <laughs> no. that my world of influence and information lives outside of yours.
1: No, it's more like, okay, when, uh, when Ogs' baby mama was pregnant with him, uh, I went through this phase where I was like trying to, where I was like, okay, I'm going to build furniture. And oh really? Then, yeah, and then That's I right. started building furniture. I think about that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, like you know, months later, blah blah. blah as like, I, had built some things. I said to my mom, "I yeah, remember when I just was going through that phase where I like was building shit." She's like, "Yeah, your your father did that when I was pregnant <laughs> with you." <laughs> I was like, "Why no, do you I... tell me?" She's like, "I don't know. I was too afraid other things would repeat as well." <laughs> So that's more what it's like. I just don't want, honey. I made the mistakes. I don't want you to make you're the just mistakes.
0: A, you're scared that I'll eclipse you. Even though I've I wor- want you to. I love you so been, much. I want been, you to eclipse. I've been working me. backwards to this point for since 2015 at least, when I got into the music of Charlie Looker, and it's yeah, it's it's yeah, always it's I, been on track.
1: Yeah, I I feel like my relationship to a lot of music both recorded music and like compositional modes is very intuitive very kind of like catch as catch can and in very many ways your tastes have oriented me so i don't feel like i don't feel like this is uh as <laughs>
0: And now when when Og plays the piano, I say, "Play this."
1: Play <laughs> so the Shember. day Kale comes into me, uh, well, well, we were listening to we were listening to uh, uh, "Replica" by Opn, like in preparation for this, and Kale is just like going, "Oh, fuck!" Oh. And then there's like that one more pianistic song. What's it called? It's actually called That's "Replica." Called, yeah. And Kale's like, "Yeah, get that guy to play this. Get, get that <laughs> like, boy to mean, play." The, boy the piano. But anyway, he did it. Stockhausen. Uh so KO comes in and he's like, Have you ever heard this one? I was like, Yes, I have it on vinyl. (laughs) What I
0: said is like, Oh, he's actually good.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh I get it. (laughs) Forced to stand.
0: I never wanted to listen to him before.
1: And then fake controversy is I've I've always thought Drux was the best album. And that's and the the real take on Apex Twin, even though I'm an Aphex Twin fan, is that Afro 14 sucks. Uh, I love that song. You would, because your girlfriend's name's April. You already know. And then is that her birthday? Twenty one. Twenty one. Can you do something for me?
0: <laughs> what? Uh,
1: you wouldn't get it. <laughs> no,
0: I'm still youthful. You're I, on your white that boy song shit. Is still for me. I could sing that song of his.
1: <laughs> um, uh, Drux has always been my favorite album, and Drux like was where the critics fell out of love with Aphex Twin, and he couldn't stand it. But I do, I do have that. Um, i thought he
0: made it on purposely or i thought he specifically made that to
1: troll people like i the, the, he the really gives that energy kind of like liar. yeah that's what i was thinking that's the, that's his energy <laughs> right. like somebody says something smart and the next guy's like i have something to say i was thinking what he said <laughs> he, i heard i heard
0: also one of the things that made him like turned him off is that he left well this is just another one of these lies that he told exactly because <laughs> so he left an mp3 player on an airplane that had all this like demo oh, music yeah. and a bunch of square pusher tracks yeah. and then after that, he was like fuck it i don't want this anymore i, I he think he got divorced and now he has to pay his ex-wife so that's why he the, makes these new albums the tuss oh yeah that stuff's actually good i love that Russia. that's like edge. some of his best
1: give me that when when we did posting Christian Carhart, we definitely went through a lot of the test stuff. Yeah, um, I think all I want to say about these two tracks is I don't know anything about music, but the juxtaposition of sound I find to be like a thing that I feel capable of playing with, of experimenting with, and both of these tracks kind of and we we did short edits of them yeah kale summarily was like well and this is done (laughs) no (laughs) no (laughs) i did
0: choose the moment i guess but but sounds like you you're a moment curator i definitely chose a nice definitely maneuvered yeah
1: um but i feel like these two tracks are exemplary work in those in that regard and then you put some tunes
0: so my first one this is one of these records where i think it's really cool and i'm happy that I, i own it it's um Called Ideal Acid, right? By Evil, and it's just very like, conceptual. It's just like a hypercut of like every piece hypercut. of acid music ever that they could find, I guess, and fit on a twelve-inch.
1: It feels very plunderphonics, except for uh, um, Ideal. You can you can hear a set of parameters indicating how many bars they're playing or something like that.
0: Yeah, it, it kind of jumps around, but it never seems to go. It's like you know, in like two, four, eight, or whatever. But that I did notice they do. Like, there was one bit where it's just the Jam City sound, like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Like, there were, there's no acid in that at all, <laughs> um, but it's just so, so fucking sick. They gotta put it in. for to stand. And then after that was uh, a track by Steven Steven, formerly known as Bar. I was going to say no one knows this, but I did post one of their tracks uh, on my story the other day, and a bunch of people were like, yo, that shit rocks. Right. But it's all people who are older than me. <laughs> um that's what I liked in high school.
1: I was saying to Kiel, like, you listen to this, and even though it's basically like an incoherent cut-up of some other song that I definitely have not listened to, you it still has that emo- emotional maneuvering, that tension and release, because there is a point where they introduce the lyric. And as the lyric begins to come in, you're like, "Yes!" <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, attention. I feel like there's that like head nodding music reverence. You know what I mean? Where mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if a person's like comping long chords or if it's like um, some like algorithmic process slicing up uh, a Google reading <laughs> web page. Like I'm just like that asshole who like nods to every type of music.
0: <laughs> So the new one that I'm into is the classical music one where you do like a like a low head nod like on the beat before you start like on the anticrups oh yeah like, <laughs> it's so sick
1: it's like when they're doing that sign of the cross counting they, they yeah. go uh, down,
0: up, up down <laughs> so sick shout out Eric Webbles
1: okay we got another four pack for you this one's a little bit more upbeat maybe a little bit more this one's for the people
0: yeah I really feel it.
1: Yeah. That's that's back when Arca actually ripped.
0: Yeah, we hate Arca now. <laughs> I don't hate Arca, I just <laughs> don't care. So, okay, we made a list Ooh. the other day.
1: Who 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 are the artists who like do good music and then they're like, I'm gonna be a pop singer. Um Eve tumor.
0: Eve tumor. huge
1: rip, huge Huge rip rip to a a once real time. That song Limerence, ugh, so fucking good.
0: Yeah, I can't believe they fucking do that nonsense now. (laughs) Yeah, not not a fan of
1: the new stuff. Uh, (laughs) Definitely, uh, Arca is among them
0: i i think shu shu does this but not in a it's like but it's in an alternative pop star type of way
1: and then shu shu i feel like also like bounced around like i feel like shu shu makes these beautiful coherent songs that he will then go and fuck up in the middle of them and then he does like but that's
0: good but now it's just like oh what if i just did industrial music It's like yeah that shit sucks
1: yeah (laughs) chill out buddy (laughs) i feel like there are other people on the list
0: yeah there is um James Blake? No.
1: Well, actually, speaking of James Blake, did that conversion? But I am I'm into the result. Right. I don't think you're a big James Blake fan, fan, but I I like James Blake.
0: I just I haven't heard it, but I'm I like that one track, Clavier work. That's the really the
1: cool. the EP Clavier work, yeah. Um, well, the track
0: too, or just maybe just called Clavier.
1: Yeah. Well, this one here is very, very Mount Kimby. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember getting really into this this album. And then later, that um, Mount Kimby album, uh, um, Crooks and Lovers. Being Crooks like, and Castles. Cro- yeah, exactly. <laughs> being like, oh, fuck. James Blake just ripped it off. But you have another read I, on that.
0: But I don't know if my inf- info is actually correct. I think they just came up together. Right. That they were friends and like worked with each other got it so they probably and like i think that stuff was just kind of in the air like you know they call it post dubstep it was like they were reacting to something to something specifically
1: very minimal like early precursors of that vocal processing which is still trickling down now like Mm -hmm. tegan and sarah are doing really production (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) like like choppy pitched up yeah really yeah sick yeah
1: get so jealous by tegan and sarah
0: I haven't listened to them in a long time. Oh,
1: I love that track. Augie's into them. Yeah. Saw them live.
0: Who who told them to listen to that?
1: Who do you think?
0: Mm. His mother.
1: <laughs> um, so I had the James Blake in that set. Should we should we try and like say them in order? Oh, my, or my God, ju- God. Well, I don't know,
0: because it's just like, oh, yeah, that What James kind of Blake hotel one? is this? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, just want to be slightly coherent. Uh,
1: yeah, mine were obviously... Arca, and James Blake. Would you have?
0: I had uh, the Urext, okay. Which is which is it's funny. It's actually the A side of the, the Steven Steven record. Right. It's the guy from that high places. That sounds good. Yeah, it uh, really shows that COVID was a planemic slash scamemic. Wake staying, up. That's called staying at home. It's from 2011. Hmm. Think about it.
1: I've been thinking about it.
0: I ordered that record. Sight, or ear unheard. On the internet, I, saw, I know this.
1: Do you see there. how Baby Trudeau just really... got accused by the by the government of also instituting emergency measures? Just and he like, lost. Yeah, he did. Yeah, just like wild. his dad passed martial law. What is it with these Trudeau oh, really? boys?
0: Well, I think we know what it is about them. I mm-hmm. mean, it's kind of your people too. If you ask me. <laughs> did you see the video of him clapping? Oh my God! Yeah, and the woman <laughs> beside
1: him was like, "Dude, what the fuck? Where's your wife, sir?" He's not clapping And then oh. what was Your other track
0: And the second one was uh, Lucky Dragons Remixing oh, Nirvana Yeah From That's a The that's Macarena a song special.
1: I really okay. like that uh, That track
0: That's a split record With Yacht That's all just As far as I know All just Nirvana remixes
1: I feel like Early music That we connected over Was Lucky Dragon Yeah What's that What's that one that Mercy Yeah oh, <laughs> Fuck With the Jimi Hendrix sample. I DJ'd the fuck Out of Mercy Such a good song Yeah Ultimate Okay, four more for you. The show and then the recordings that we end up playing a lot of we end up doing a lot of ambient music and i did an am my last full-length record was an ambient record but i used to think ambient music was pretty fucking corny
0: <laughs> i used to think it was really cool and now i think it's really corny
1: yeah well now i mostly listen to like long-form ambient ish music
0: yeah i am i am feeling like i want to listen to only 10 minute
1: songs these days yeah I I don't know in my heart I'm like am I a rager? Like I, I definitely I don't want more words in my head. I'm definitely trying to defeat yeah. language. Yeah. Um that's why it's nice to listen to stuff where they're singing in like
0: German or Japanese or yeah. just some not ne- maybe not singing but like that's why I like listening wait, to Wait, dude, other what little, what have
1: you been listening to that's singing in German?
0: Like the some Schoenberg...
1: Oh yeah, Schoenberg. Yeah, true. Like stuff
0: like that, where it's like when you don't know what it is, and you're just like, "Oh, I just can appreciate the timbre." Whereas, like, I listen, I listened to that Schoenberg piece, and then some other stuff today, where it's speaking in English. And I'm like, "Fuck, I don't like. I like these words are bad, and I know, and like, it. I like the music, but the words in it, I'm not rocking
1: with." That's the thing. I my mother said, "I never met a wheel I didn't need to reinvent." And I feel like, (laughs) I feel like, uh, with music, I was kind of like, no, music's not emotional. Like, it doesn't have to be only emotional. People are too, uh, compelled by, like, the emotional basis of music. And so I definitely, in my early, more like sound conceptual work, was really trying to put pressure on that, was really trying to push back on that and have only very belatedly been kind of like, oh no, music is predominantly emotional and that is the abstract language in which it communicates. And so listening to music that is, that where there's a lyric, it, pushes that abstraction further if you haven't got any concept of what the actually the best thing is listening to something in French or Spanish mm. where you only speak mm. a little mm. bit of you the language of, and then like yeah. a lyric sneaks through and you're like, ah. Oh. <laughs> 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 I, I, I think of like it's like a Michael and Dache thing, but then I also worked with this um, backhoe operator when I was working construction when I was like in my teens, and he also claimed that like he was learning English from like pop songs, mm-hmm. and I just think oh. that rocks. Yeah, Tim Hacker, Shimras. I uh, I listened to Ultraviolet last time. High on K, and I thought <laughs> this is a great record, <laughs> and I also and then also High on K. Like had a had had like a, a very kind of like uh troubleshoot the signal moment, which is where I just kind of like, Oh, this is I don't know if this distortion is part of the recording. i feel. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That, uh, then I had to put in
0: a mouse on Mars track from their album Glam, which is a rejected score for a movie oh, that, that never that got that made rules. or something like that. But it's like some of their best work. Right. Some of their best work, some of their most ambient so beautiful oh my god
1: and then the track that led off that set is i don't know how to pronounce it dj nino maybe um but it's from a really good label if you don't know it is it dj nino maybe because
0: i was listening to it be like i wreck i feel like this is so familiar and then because there's this laurel halo boiler room set Uh, where she plays this track and it's it's like it's not this one but it's very similar but he says, DJ Nino. Right. And, and I could like hear that in my head when we were listening to it. I was like, oh, maybe maybe that's just this type of music. That would
1: make so <laughs> much sense. Well, this is this is off of a label out of Lisbon, I think, called Principe. And honestly, well, go out and listen to anything on this label. It's mo- more upbeat. It's more like, I think it is specifically a label that's oriented towards like, um, kind of like African expats in Portugal. Hmm. But um, definitely weird limping beats, mm-hmm. but this is like the kind of like one ambient offering that, and it, it's literally called like ambient Liave or something like that. <laughs> um, and then what was your last one?
0: And then it was two Rococo Rot. And no, how do, I hate that name. It's so I know weird to say. Two Two Rococo Rot. Right. I don't know, fucking Germans.
1: Well, Germans
0: are like no Rococo
1: is to... also like a specific art yeah
0: Rococo yeah I don't know but that record I found that been...
1: I, honestly I understand why you dislike that title I really like their shit when I first started like being like oh ambient music is like an exceptional form of experimental music hmm. to Rococo rap was the like on my list Yeah,
0: I I bought that just based on the graphic design, and it sounded exactly how I wanted it to sound, and yeah.
1: So, as many of you have seen Kale Naked, I know I have. Obviously. Dreamboat. Pause. Um, Maybe in your dreams. And over his heart, he has a tattoo of Shushu.
0: The Shushu. I'd love to whip that one out. whip, Whip it
1: out, Daddy. Maybe that can be the maybe that can be the art for the <laughs> for the episode. Um but uh um we had to end with a with a shushu track. I think that was another uh another group that Cale and I connected over very, very early on. I used to cover back in my Montreal singer songwriter days, Fabulous Muscles. Which <laughs> good, excellent ex- speaking of good lyric.
0: I'd love to see that. <laughs>
1: It's, a, it's actually a hidden track on my Pale Eyes SoundCloud. Sound really? Yeah.
0: Like, how do you, what do you have to buy to get it? Uh, or do you mean you've made it private? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Uh-uh. That rocks.
1: So, um, I didn't choose this one, but, uh, but this is one of, one of Kale's faves. and
0: You know I, why.
1: We think, uh, well, we, we pulled enough tracks that probably we're going to have another one of these for you in about two weeks. But don't get used to it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll be radio DJs.
1: But uh, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah.
0: Watch Skies.